you feel the need to do something different in life, to change, to respond to a higher calling, and need stimulus for someone who understands you, well, my friend, you have come to the right place. There is someone I want to introduce you to. His name is Tony. Welcome to Life Change Secrets. One of the things I learned when I decided I wanted to be a business consultant, business coach, and a motivational speaker, one of the things I realized is that is that saying those things could have been really a preliminary decision, which is I think is what a lot of people end up making. And the reason I say that is when you're, you know, before you leave, you know, you have all this stuff in your mind, you're trying to figure out the direction that you want to go, you think you know what you want to do, and you say, okay, I want to do this. And the only thing is, the reason I call it a preliminary decision is because you're not really sure yet what that means until you start to figure it out. That's one of the things that I take people through in, in my coaching program. And that when we get to um, step number three, which is actually, you know, creating your vision and and going into a lot of detail. And then when you get into phase four, which is about the plan to really figure out what needs to happen to make that happen, to make your vision happen. Um, Sometimes what you thought you were wanted to do is a little different from what you're actually going to be able to do or what you're actually going to be able to do in the time frame that you have set for yourself. And it's kind of like, you know, presidential candidates, president, people who run for president or people who run for political office. Oftentimes when they, they're out campaigning, they make a lot of promises. The, the problem is, and we've all been through this, you know, in our lifetimes, you know, when you elect an official, no matter at what level, and, you know, and we elect them because of the promises that they made and because they're, of their slogans and their campaign speeches and all that. But once they get into office, have, they have access to different information than they had access to before they ran for office. You see what I'm saying? So it's kind of like the president of the United States, the guys who are candidates for the presidency of the United States, you know, they make a lot of promises, but when they start getting access to classified information and they start to actually get in the job and from the moment that they walk into that Oval Office, they start to realize that some of those promises that they made might not be possible or they might not be possible. It might not be as easy to get through as they thought. And so the same, the concept is the same when you ever, whenever you, you know, you said you put in your mind, you want to do something, but what happens is, and this is something that you might end up going through if this is you, you know, that you're, if you're thinking about leaving your job, you're thinking about starting up your own business, thinking about, you know, becoming a consultant or whatever it is you want to do, um, you might get to a certain point, especially when you, because, you know, the, the vision uh, and the idea of being a consultant or being a motivational speaker, for example, for me, that's really, really attractive, you know, as I was working in the company, I was thinking, oh, maybe one day I could do that. But once you start to understand what you will actually have to do, what do you do every day? You know, what do you do on the days that you're not um, actually out speaking? How are you going to get clients? What kind of speeches are you going to uh, are you going to do? How are you going to prepare those speeches? How long are they going to be? How much are you going to charge people? How are you going to get people to pay you for that? You know, what's your sales process going to look like? What's your marketing process going to look like? How are you going to get yourself known? You know what I'm saying? Once you get you know, once you start to have greater clarity, a couple things are going to happen. One of them is you're going to understand better what it really means. 
Another thing that's going to happen is you're going to start to see once you have that clarity, whether or not you have the skills necessary and the, and the capacity and the capabilities necessary, necessary to be able to do those things or whether or not you're going to have to go and learn them because you might not have that skill. I'll give you a good example. Whenever I decided I wanted to be a consultant, business coach, I wanted to do seminars and stuff, you know, I liked to do that because that was what I liked to do in my job. And I really wanted to do that, you know, all the time. I didn't want to do the numbers crunching. I didn't want to go out and, and visit retail stores. I didn't want to, uh, I wanted to also leave my mark on the world. And to do that, I wanted to do the stuff that I'm doing now. But whenever I decided that I wanted to go in that direction, um, I started understanding what that was going to mean. And what I discovered was that although I had a lot of experience, I was like, you know, because I, I walked into that, you know, kind of strutting, you know, I was like, you know, because I got like all these years, I got 12 years of management experience. I was, a, you know, a sales director. I was the GM, you know, of another company and everything. And so I was like, you know, I can, I'm sure I can just go in and be a consultant now. But I didn't understand all the mechanism and all the things that would go around being a, a consultant or being a motivational speaker or being a, or doing seminars. And so what I discovered was, I said, I have a lot of experience, but I'm not sure how to package it. <laughs> I'm not sure what the seminar business looks like. I'm not sure what the motivational speaking business looks like. You know what I mean? So what I discovered was I had a lot of things I needed to learn. So, you know, when once you discover the things that you need to learn, then you, you might come to another realization. And that is once you, when you have this clarity of what needs what you're gonna have to do. What, what you're going to have to go actually learn, then the next question is, do I really want to do that though? And that's the other thing that you're going to have to answer. And so, you know, those are questions that I had to answer. And so I found out that, like I was saying, I have experience, but I wasn't experienced in giving seminars. I wasn't sure how to package that, that information. And so I, I, I went to learn that. Um, the answer that I gave myself to, to was, yes, I do want to learn that. Yes, I do want to go through that because that's sometimes that's the thing that derails some people from their goals because they say, you know what? I didn't think it was going to be this difficult or I didn't think it was going to be this tough or I didn't think it was going to take this long, you know, and that's why it's really, really important. And that's why I do this in my coaching program. I make sure that we go through in detail not only what it is you want to do, but the plan and all the stuff that's going to have to happen for you to get there. Because if you don't have that clarity, you just go off half cocked, then, you know, you might get to a certain point and say, well, I don't really want to do this anymore. Well, it's better to find that out before. You see what I'm saying? And that's why I like this process, because if I had had this process, that's why I created this program. Because if I had had this when I was still in the company, when I was, I had that funny feeling in my stomach and I was trying to, and I knew that, you know, this wasn't my path, I was... I would love to have had a guide to walk me through this process so that before I actually quit, I had a much, much clearer idea of exactly what I was going to do and what, you know, I could have started researching this stuff before, but I didn't do it because I didn't, I didn't really know what and how to do it. You see what I'm saying? I had to figure all this stuff out by myself. And so that's why, you know, if you, if you need something like this, you can go through this program, you know, by just clicking on the link and I'll give you a free download of the five steps that I went through 
And I also have another program that you can get into if you kind of, you know, get your feet wet a little bit that it can that can help you to see what this process is like. And it's all about shortening the time. It took me a year and a half to figure all this stuff out. A year and a half. Plus, it took me about six to eight months after I left to really get a, the, the maximum amount of clarity so that I knew that I was on the right path. But it doesn't have to take that long anymore. That's the great thing about it. And on the subject of really understanding what it's going to take, you know, and what you're going to actually have to do when you are actually in that role that you say that you want to be in or in that position in your life that you say you want to be in, um, that reminds me of some acting classes that I went to. One in particular um, was with a guy named Bernard Hiller. And um, in his acting class, he was more of a motivational type acting teacher, I think. You know, he wasn't really the technique guy. But he was really a guy that you know helped you get you motivated and off your butt, and and helping you to understand what what being an actor was really going to be like. And um, so he had us do these exercises, and one of the exercises he had us do, you know, that we had. A, I remember I took one time I took a five day course with him, and um, during this course, you know, one day he said tomorrow, you know, he asked us all. He said, "What's your favorite flavor of ice cream?" So everybody he went around the room. It was like ten or fifteen of us, and everybody said their favorite flavor of ice cream. And he said, "Okay, tomorrow." I want you to come in dressed like your favorite flavor of ice cream. I mean, dressed to a T. And he gave us some examples. He said, now, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Somebody who says that their favorite um, flavor of ice cream is chocolate, they're going to come in with a brown T-shirt on. And somebody who says that their favorite flavor of ice cream is maple walnut, they're going to come in with, you know, and he gave us an example of a guy who did this once in one of his guys. He had a honey. He was he came in bare chested. He had honey all over his his body, and he put nuts on it so the nuts stuck to his body. You know, he he had these pillows on and everything that, that and and he was really really into it. He said and he said I want to see how far you're willing to go to be the best ice cream that you can be. And it was really, really interesting. And exactly the same thing happened that he said. Some people came in just with t-shirts on and they said, okay, this is it. And he said, and so his point was, you say you want to be an actor and that's all you're willing to do is just put on a t-shirt to be your favorite flavor of ice cream? Are you serious? You know what I mean? And he actually, that day, he said, today you're done. So he sent like half the class, he sent them home. He said, you're done today. I don't even want to talk to you. Come back tomorrow. And fortunately, I was one of the ones who stayed because I put like, I had, um, I was like maple walnuts. I had like these pillows. I got like um, linen and everything. I had put the nuts on with with, uh, tape and everything. And anyway, I was like all into it, you know. And so what he did before he sent those people home, he had us who were really, really into it. He had us come up to the front of the class. And then he said, look at these guys and look at you. And he said, do, do you see any difference? And the difference was obvious, you know, because some people were really, really into it and really willing to do that. So I'm, I'm, you know, I use this example because that's going to be something that you're going to have to do. And that was something I had to, to figure out. Once I understood what it was going to take for me to be that business consultant or that seminar leader and that motivational speaker and have that kind of business that I really, really wanted, I had to understand, and I really understood what it was going to take to get there. Then I had to ask myself, are you really willing to do that? And are you willing to give it your all? Another 
thing that he, this same teacher had us do. He asked us, he said, um, what would be the thing that would make you most embarrassed in front of the class if you, that you, if you had to do it? And so he, again, he went around the room and, he, and, and most of the people, I guess it was the first two who kind of started it all off. And just about everybody either said dancing or singing. And then when he got to me, I was like one of the last people. And when he got to me, see, as, as since I'm, you know, I already got this personality. I was used to speaking in public and, and getting up in front of people. So I was really like, you know, I don't really know what could really make me feel embarrassed. And um, so I said, the only thing that I can think of that would really, really embarrass me is if I had to have sex in front of the class. You know, I don't know if I could do that. And he said, don't try to be slick. He said, because he said, so tomorrow, he said, here's what everybody's going to do. You said singing, you said dancing, you said singing and everything. He said, that's what you're going to come in here tomorrow and do. And he said, and since you, he's telling me, he said, since you're trying to be slick, because I'm not going to give you anybody to have sex with in front of the class. I, said, I didn't want to do that anyway. He said, that's okay. He said, tomorrow, I want you to sing and dance. And so I was like, wow, okay, okay, okay. And so here's the thing. The next day, everybody came in and did what they were supposed to do because you knew that if you didn't do it, that you were going to have to go home. So you had to do it. So he, he made the women, for example, dance, do like a, a sexy dance, and he made the guys do a sexy dance for the women, you know? And it was like, wow, man, you know? And, and when he told him to do that, some of the, the women were like, no, no, I can't do that. I just can't do it. And he said, you either do it or go home. You decide. And so they did it. And after they did it, people were crying because they didn't think they could do something like that. You know what I mean? But anyway, the point was, how far are you willing to go? How far are you willing to go? Another example that he had, had us think about was he said, what if you, um, you know, you have a, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, or, you know, because everybody was pretty young and nobody was married. So he, was, he asked, he said, just think about your girlfriend or your boyfriend. If your girlfriend or your boyfriend lived next door to you, would you go to see him? And he's like, yeah. Everybody was like, sure. What if your girlfriend or boyfriend lived in another city? And the city that he was talking about was like, you know, an hour away. Would you go see him? And he's like, sure. And he said, what if your, your girlfriend or your boyfriend lived in another country and you had to take a plane to go get there to see him? They're like, you know, like it was like a two hour flight. Would you go see him? And, you know, everybody was like, yeah, you know, but those yeahs were a little bit less convincing. What if your boyfriend or your girlfriend lived on another continent? Would you still go see him or would you still maintain that relationship? And a lot of people didn't raise their hand. He said, well, that's the kind of decision you're going to have to make when you decide, really, really decide that you want to be an actor. Because the question is always going to be how far are you willing to go to get this? Is it that important to you? See what I'm saying? So those are just a couple examples from, from the acting world, from my acting experience that I thought I wanted to bring into this, but it's, it's kind of pertinent to, to, you know, to what we're talking about. So it's really, really important to make sure that, you know, that's why this is a preliminary decision because it's really, really important to make sure that you really understand as much as possible in this phase, in this first phase, when you start to just envision what you might like to do, um, you know, just realize that you're going to have to do a lot of work and research. And once you do that and understand fully what it's going to take to get there, 
you may or may not still want to do that. See what I'm saying? So, you know, kind of take that into consideration as you as you move on. So um, I just wanted to uh, enlighten you with this little piece of uh, information. And I hope that was helpful. And uh, I invite you warmly to stay with me, to continue to follow me, because I got a lot more stuff to say.